right, so only two things can bring me to Atlanta, Nick Cannon and Wildin' Out and you. That's right. Yo, this is, there's a lot going on out here. Yeah, <laughs> it seemed like that. I, I, I guess being in Atlanta my whole life pretty much, you know, it, it, it seems like it's, it's normal, but it's not normal. Like yeah. the pandemic kind of, you know, shifted things around. You got a lot of out-of-towners that's, that, that, you know, that's here now in the city. Um, even, the, even the nightlife is a little bit different, yeah. you know what I mean? Because it's like everybody's trying to make their bucks. You got all the New York promoters coming down here. The New York DJs coming down here now. So it's kind of mixed. It's like Atlanta's now a big melting pot. But it's, it's a little turned up as, as usual. I mean, more than it, it has been. But one of the things that I guess was surprising to me, like on the outside, the press about Atlanta is that COVID doesn't exist here because nobody's wearing masks. Whereas yeah. like restaurants, uh, hotels and stuff, they still are wearing masks. They're making yeah. you wear the mask. Yeah. It's the nightlife scene where it's very much the same. Yeah, I mean, the nightlife is the same in Atlanta. When I go out, I, I got my mask on. Yeah. But I'm like the only person in that motherfucker with my mask on. Right. Um, but yeah, we can dine inside. We've been dining inside for what a year now. Right. It's COVID hit in March. So... Yeah, we've been open pretty much. Our clubs, we probably shut down maybe for a couple weeks, and then it just got, it just got popping. Wait, but why are you wearing your mask in Atlanta? But you went to Houston. You had that big con. Didn't you have a festival yeah, or something that yeah. you were headlining or something? Yeah. Well, I well to tell you the truth, I did wear my mask. Right. I, I wore my mask. So for people not watching, you yeah. went to Houston. Yeah. A clip was mm. posted online where you were performing that it ended up not even being your party, but Correct. you took all the heat. The mayor Correct. came and attacked you, right on. but yet his clubs are open and people are not yeah. wearing masks. Yeah, and then when I left Houston, I got the city back shut down. <laughs> so everybody was like a little upset, but um, you know, I, I just realized, you know, waking up that next morning in Houston, I was, you know, all my boys, they was hitting me like, yo, bro, you all on the news, you number one trending topic on Twitter. They, Everybody's just, you know, talking about the Houston thing. And I'm like, what Houston thing? I'm, I'm confused. Because to me, you know, all I did was I just did a verse. You know, I took my mask off real quick, did a verse. That one verse shut the whole city down. And I, and I did it. Wait, but you didn't post that it was Meek's party. I think the what, did you? No. Because the way I, I found out. I just, I went. The, the way I found out, fans were online saying that wasn't yeah. even his party. That was yeah. Meek Mill's party. Right and then Meek didn't. Meek just kind of like dodged it. He he didn't want none of yeah. that smoke. Meek Meek definitely um, <laughs> was very smart that night, you know, because you know I was the dumb one that got on the mic, right? You know, and and I just left Houston recently, mm -hmm. and you know me and uh, Jay Prince Jr. We was laughing. He was like, uh, "See, bro, you 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 know you want to be the life of the party. You want to be the you want to be the face. You want to make sure that, that, that they see you." So. There you go. Right. We, we let you be the dummy, and you just took all the heat. But did you did you feel it was unfair? Uh, I mean, you could view it that way, but for me, I, I understood though, because you know, when I was talking to, um, I think I was talking to Jermaine, Jermaine Dupree, and, and, and I was like, "Yo, like I don't understand." He's like, "Yo, you got, you need to understand who you are. Like, you know, your internet presence, um, your name, as far as a worldwide scale, like, motherfucking you, your name, is probably the most popular, and it's easy to." attach you to that because they know it's going to go viral. It's going to be a big story. It's going to be something. So you just have to understand that. Now, the thing that you and I have talked about a couple of times is like, I feel like until recent, I mean, you get your flowers, like you've contributed a lot to the culture, music wise, television wise, mm -hmm. Mr. B, you know, Mr. 106 and part, all, I mean, mm -hmm. like all that. Right. Right. But then quickly, I think people will make jokes or, you know, you know, talk shit about you online. Yeah. Yeah. 
when something like this happens. How did, how did that happen, and how do people forget your contribution to the culture, and how do you handle it? For me, um, I think it's more of like self-reflection. You got to really understand and, and, you know, take back and look at your own actions. A lot of things, I, I, put, I put it on myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't, like, come on, you bad. Why would you lie about a plane? The Bad Wild Challenge. Why we talked about that, that last time you were here. Right? So it's like, why would you do that? Right. When you've been on jets before, when you right. can go get one, you're right. bad. Right. Why I do that? That was self-inflicted. I yeah. brought that on to myself. But is that where it started? Is that where the trolling started? Um, I believe so. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I believe so. But once again, I brought that on myself. Uh, recently, me going to Miami for New Year's. The on boat. The, on the yacht, right? Right. Well, there was a yacht and then there was the low boat. Right. So I told you I just left Houston. So I was with, I was with Quavo and um, Quavo passed me on his yacht. <laughs> So me and Drake, me, 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 Drizzy and Quavo, we uh we in Houston at the bar, we talking. And Quavo was just leaned in and he said, uh, man, they gonna stop playing with my boy, man. Man, yo, Drizzy, I passed him on my shit. Motherfucker had a cruise ship uh-huh. with about 50 motherfucking girls in that motherfucker. I can't make this shit uh-huh. up. So all that shit they talking about, that motherfucker bow boat had a garage underneath that motherfucker with, with the speedboat and jet skis. So and everybody knows if you rent a hundred footer or bigger. It comes with jet skis. It, right. You know, some come with a helicopter pad, and it does come with an additional speedboat or whatever you want to call it that allows you to go pick up guests. Because mm-hmm. the boat's so damn big, you can't just dock it everywhere. So that little boat was a part of the bigger boat. There you go. Okay. And so it was. It was super. But did you shoot? My manager shot that. Okay, you shot it and you put it out. Yeah. Okay. My manager you was put on it out top. As a joke. No, I put it out because you just went to go pick some girls up. No, those those girls are already on the yacht with us. Okay. So this is the story. Um, but did you do it knowing like oh, I'm not trolling? No. I'm just putting in <laughs> no. a video. Okay. No, not at all. Okay. I'm living my life. I'm excited. I'm tipsy. I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm on Delion tequila. I'm. I got some of the baddest of the baddest with me, and we just living it up. So long story short, it was fucked up. But we were docked that whole day, right? The, the yacht could not move. It was windy as hell in Miami. We're still talking top of January. Um, so, you know, the captain felt bad, so he said, listen, I can take out the speedboat, we can give y'all a little ride around that, bring out the jet skis, that's, that's safe enough for me to get you guys around. Mm-hmm. Cool. We load up. I went on Instagram Live, too, and that's what's so dumb, like, <laughs> I don't like to use the word dumb, but that's what's so ignorant about the internet, that's why I really don't get caught up in it, is because I know my truth, and only dummies are going to see certain things that they want to see. Like, everybody saw me go live. But then God. when you play into it by having to respond to it, it's like you get, you you, yeah. you you fan the flame. And yeah, you, you know I never I mean? responded to it. This is okay. my first time ever really speaking on it. Because I felt like, from my point of view, I'm like, well, it's just a bunch of motherfuckers that can't afford a 100-foot yacht. <laughs> so this is just some, this is really some, some rich shit that you just don't understand. Like, this is, <laughs> motherfuckers know, we not just taking out no little-ass boat. Like, that ain't even no boat. Yeah. Right? Everybody know you get a hundred footer, jet skis come with it, another boat comes with it. And it was just safe enough, Captain felt like it was safe enough for us to take that out. And I wanted to, and so I wanted the to bigger yacht you were on was the yacht with Drake and Quavo. You were all no, together? No, 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 no. It was just me and, and, and um, you know, my close friends Got and it. a okay. whole bunch of girls. But when I was on mine, Quavo was selling by, he was selling by on his. Mm-hmm. So we was waving each other down. He, he just kept going. It was, but my boat was too hot. Right. I'm going to be honest, my shit was hot. So well, he's he, single now with, from Sweetie, so maybe he wish he... Yeah, wasn't. but that was then, though. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So my man played it smart. He said, bow, and that, his boat kept going. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, he was like, yeah, I seen it. Fat Joe, Fat Joe saw me 
the boat was docked right in front of Liv. I was docked directly in front of the Fountain Blue, and I was outside all day on the nose of the boat. So everybody saw me. So Fat Joe even saw me, pulled up, honked the horn. He was on the other side of the street and did a U-turn and pulled up on me real quick. I ran down off the yacht, pulled up on him, and then, um, and that's online too for people that, you know, want to do their research. People online don't research. Yeah. No, they, they do. They research what they want to research. So <laughs> That's true. Um, Fat Joe even tells a story like, yo, I passed by, that boat was fucking crazy. And mm-hmm. I pulled up, came down and said, what's up? And he had to keep it moving because he was at the light. But So when you look at what happens online when people troll you and then you see like uh, Takashi 6 9 and the perceived success he got, do you, what, why do you think somebody that does the stunts that he does, and we know their stunts, get praised for what he's doing, but then somebody who's important to the culture and that's contributed much legit success in it you, is troll. It's funny to me because me being me, and I can only speak from, from my point of view, is I'm really not trying to troll. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really just living my life. And I'm not thinking... No, not you. Up. I'm saying you'll be trolled for, yeah, oh, do, just for, for nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then somebody like him who's doing things yeah, yeah. to troll yeah. gets celebrated. I think it... Well... For him, it might just work for him. I think that, you know, that's how he came into the game. I think his fans buy into that. And, you know, everybody has their own way of how they mm-hmm. get down what they get down. You know what I mean? So um, it, it, it just fits his brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's almost as if he has to continue to do it because his fans, that's how they see they him. That's what that they now. want yeah. that. You yeah. know what I mean? The moment, I mean, it's almost like he could never switch his pitch and clean up because mm-hmm. then it, almost in some ways kills the character. Mm-hmm. So we're here in Atlanta. One of the things that popped up for me that really was shocking, because I don't really follow a lot of the new artists right. as much. I mean, we follow them on Hollywood on like when they do stuff, but right. uh, King Von got killed oh, here. Devastating. Devastating. I mean, and I didn't even know the kid. I wasn't familiar with his music, but mm-hmm. as I've been looking into him more and just kind of seeing like, you know, Lil Dirk putting him on and right. taking somebody out of the hood and really wanting to put them in this position to win, right. for him to come to Atlanta and what happened, um, what, what did you think about that? Well, first off, I send my condolences out, you know, uh, to his family. I mean, that, that, that was a tough loss. You know, that was a young artist who I was definitely vibing with, who I liked. Uh, even before the, the world really started knowing about him. And Vaughn, to me, his best work comes from when, he's, when he tells these stories. Mm-hmm. And it's so dope, you know, because you can actually close your eyes and visualize it. You can reenact this stuff, right? So that, you know, to, to see him leave the earth so soon is tragic, you know what I mean? Because he was right there. Like he was right right there. He was he was about to hit his big break. His album just came out and, you know, it, it, it's just it's just unfortunate. You know what I mean? And um I, I just think, you know, a lot of labels are just investing in, in artists and, and without really knowing about the artist. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, you see a lot of these guys are Meaning really, like you don't know their current situation. Exactly. And, and and you know that's why when they get signed you see them have legal issues or they go to jail and you really have to differ the street life and the music business. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it just don't mix and we've seen that happen over time and then over the over how many years now in hip hop? We've right. lost so many greats but now we, we, we still losing them at a young age so we just got to get better and, and, and differ what type of life you're trying to live. But what do you think Takashi falls in the midst of all that? Rap star, pop star, what, what, what is he? Um, because what he's done yeah. with King Von and how he's just like continued to disrespect towards Dirk, his yeah. hood, his family, 
Um, like that's like beyond trolling at this point. Like I, could you, I said to somebody recently, I've been through the era of watching Tupac die and Biggie die, and I remember how big that was, you yeah. know, not just to the culture, but to me as a person who looked at these artists as like uh-huh. godlike characters, to then have somebody troll their deaths would be crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough, you know, it, it, it's definitely tough. Um, but how I would view him as an artist, you know, he's almost like a rock star. You know, I mean, you know, when I look at him as the artist, right? Because, you know, what he does in his personal life is what he does in his personal life. But when I look at Takashi's and I look at the artist. It's interesting. I think you're the first person I've talked to who's been able to separate the person from the music. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because if you don't know somebody, you know, I'm I'm not the type of person that jumps on ways where, you know, if everybody want to say this about somebody and then I'm supposed to come along and say, you know, we... We, we, we know the story, we see what it is, that's what it is, cool. But that's not my business, but you know, the music is something separate. You know, that's, I do that with a lot of artists. You know, you might judge a person based off of what they've done in their personal life, but it doesn't take away from their greatness as an artist. Mm-hmm. It's two different things. You know, we might not all agree with, you know, and I'm sure we all don't agree with what happened to, you know, R. Kelly, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, do I still listen to his music at times? The artist? I do. It's great music, right? But I just know how to defer. The person can judge you like that. Damn, or he throw R. Kelly out there. That makes it a little bit more. Com- well, because you the also, music is. I mean, I, yeah, I got number one record with him. But besides that, it's. I've always been the type of person to. I, as the human being, that's not my business. I'm not about to. But R. Kelly, into, I mean, I don't know about you. I I, I saw the tape. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know but like, I mean? yeah, but. Like still like I'm not, and I'm not saying like I support dude, um, but you're not putting any bail money up. N- no, okay, not at all. But <laughs> when no I'm visits, kicking it with not a even fi- a visit, a letter, no comment. Okay, but you saw you went visiting? No comment. No, wait a I minute. Not. No, if you saw R. Kelly in prison, I need to know does he shave? Listen, I'm sure Hollywood Unlocked would know. Oh, Y'all follow I, me everywhere. We do. I, 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 call, <laughs> I called you and told you you was in Houston. <laughs> exactly. But um, I just always been the type of person to defer entertainment and what you do in your real life because mm-hmm. everybody has problems, everybody got their issues, right? But when you talk about a talented, like for instance, a good friend of mine, Antonio Brown, good, good, good friend of mine, right? The, the, the football, football player, player. Okay. good friend of mine, love him to death. But he's so great at what he does that it's almost like because someone is so great, we all want to be great. And sometimes you just need greatness to yeah. be a part of some shit. Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, I never even looked at the personal shit. It's like, damn, I can only see like the, the player. That's not my business. I, I never be the type of person to dab in somebody's business. But with Antonio Brown, I will say it again, for the record, I don't follow sports. I don't even, I, I, I know yeah. he plays football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. my guy. And, I had a little. Football is the Super Bowl, not yeah, the. Yeah, okay, Super okay. I, see, I, I know that. Yeah, but um, that's it, about the extent. Of, but with him, I kind of feel like wasn't that a campaign to try to destroy a black man? Though I mean, like his stuff wasn't as egregious as the R. Kelly or the yeah. allegations, right? Yeah, but some people could look at it that way. You know what I mean? You can. Um, but like I said, it just and, and this is something that's been going on in, in music, right? Throughout years, like you see artists getting certain situations, and and we always say, "Damn, that's that's some that's that's fucked up. They did that." Blah blah blah. Damn, that music is still good mm-hmm. though. 
So it's like, we don't agree what goes on, absolutely, but when a person getting the, behind that microphone and get to singing them songs that we love and we grew up with, it's hard to take that, it's hard to take that piece back. All right, so let's go there, okay. So um, you know, with all the allegations going on with him and Raz B and him saying that uh, Raz is lying, Raz being very descriptive of how he's been molested, allegedly molested by him. Um, what do you think? Can we separate the art from the person in that situation? That's something totally different. That's something totally different. How? And the reason why I asked this to be clear, clear like you were around Omarion the whole millennial yeah, tour that, the, you know, you guys the, were close. The reason why I can say that that's different is because we're talking like legacy shit. You know, we're talking about artists that really like sustain something and, you know what I mean, really, we already consider legends, right? The um, R. Kelly's. Yeah, like, regardless of, you know, everything that he's done, there's a lot of people that still feel like, dude, is the greatest R&B singer of all time. Arguably, is. Right? So, um, you know, when you look at a lot of our artists that have, you know, went through some ups and some downs, you know, even we could take it back to the late great James Brown. It still doesn't, like, yeah, well, but he's still the godfather of soul. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But we ain't going to see it ever in life again, and that's just what it is, right? Right, right. And that's why I say that's different. I think the wrongdoing, you know, on the same platform, right? Mm -hmm. Wrong is wrong, but I don't think dude really did a lot for the culture like that, mm -hmm. for people to, to really be, to be celebrated. care. Or to be, yeah. There you go. That's a good answer. Okay, so when let me ask you, when you were around, you didn't see anything? Nah, hell nah, nah. Because, you know, on the Scream Tour, you know, you know, I had my crew, they had theirs. And, and like I said, I never really was the type of cat to really, you know, I always been like a standoffish type of dude, really. Like, even to this day, I'm still like You're that. tucked away. Yeah, like, you know. You're not mixy like that. Nah, I got to know for a fact you rock with me. Like, cats can be like, yo, so-and-so having a party tonight. And I'm like, I never met him before. Like, I don't know. I'm just, you know, my anxiety kicking in. I don't know. Why is that? Trust issues or? I don't even think it's that. I just think it's, you know, I'm just comfortable when I'm comfortable with. You know, I just don't believe on, you know, making a lot of new friends, adding new people in my life. Like, I'm mm -hmm. comfortable with, you know, my celeb partners who I do say is, you know, who I feel are some of the realest cats in the game. Mm -hmm. Right? And, um, you know, a lot of these cats can envy, too. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of these cats can envy, too, whether if it's, Oh, I heard he got this girl, and you know, girls talk, or maybe did the well, Soldier Boy just took a shot at you too. But, but that's my dog. I'm but why he take a shot at that's you? That's my dog. I, he, he didn't take a shot. So he well, didn't take a uh, shot. Look, I'm not the that's one. My, to be, that's my. I, dog. I'm not the one to be messy. I have a messy job. Okay? <laughs> that's my, that's so my dog. You were recently hanging out with Drizzy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew bro. Drake when the motherfucker didn't have no money. Now he's Drake. <laughs> you know, I, I love you, Drake. But that's I, my dog. He's probably one of the most. He's probably one of the few people I'm the most proud of because I've seen his hustle. Right on. I've seen him. Like, we saw you. I saw yeah. you from the outside because I didn't know you right. from a little kid, literally, right. to where you are. And then I saw Drake from, like, a broke nigga at Burger King to where he is now. <laughs> um, but I saw you guys recently hanging out. What I really loved about that, though, was I love when black men can give other black men their flowers publicly. Yeah. And he basically said, you paved the way for him. Um, and then, and then Soulja Boy couldn't wait to just fly in on that super cape <laughs> and just take a dig at your at your moment like what was oh, that oh man uh well first off <laughs> don't give me pc now either no you know me. i'm not but you know soldier that's that's my dog man you know look when when i when i posted that video the clip of me and drizzy on my twitter soldier actually liked it mm -hmm. you know so then he thought about it and said that yeah. should have been me <laughs> it's it's like understanding who your boys are right 
with Soldier, I'm always considering my little brother. We went through our little whatever years ago, but we currently on tour. Right now with the Millennium Tour, he's on tour with me and Omarion. So, um, you know, why, you know, if it was like that, he would have called me. We, we talk, you know what I mean? There's nothing for him to call me. But um, I didn't take it like that. But it, it, he didn't take a shot at you, but him taking a shot at Drake when Drake is praising you is pretty much hating. <laughs> I mean, you, didn't, you didn't call. You didn't call him like. What, what was that about? Nah, not at all. I, you know, shit, from, you I know how I looked at it. I looked at it like, this, sh- like, the shit that I've been wanting and fighting for for so long for me, for cats to stop playing with my legacy and my name, has finally happened without me having to look ass for it. I, I just felt that you know, soldier, soldier wants, he wants his flowers. You know what I'm saying? The same way, how I'm getting mine now, and I feel like. You know, when you saw me with Drizzy and he said what he said. Um, earlier on Clubhouse, my first time going to Clubhouse when they had this, this welcome bow party and all the love, and then it started trending on Twitter. I was number one trending to the top. Everybody just, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. It, it's, it's just a feeling that you want, but you don't really have to go ask for it. You know, I never asked for it. I wanted it bad. Like, stop playing with me. You know, that's how I felt behind closed doors was stop playing with me. Like, y'all know what I've done. I've known what I've done. Yeah. And then it just gradually just happened like that. Like, I, I had people hitting me when I was in Houston saying, Bow, um, if, if you Drake and, and, and Migos, y'all all down in Houston kicking out, come in no photos. And I'm like, because now ain't the time for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We really enjoying our off time. We really kicking it. We getting, you know, better acquainted with one another. And we really just, it's a camaraderie going on right now. Mm-hmm. A couple of shots. It was Drizzy who put out his phone. Like, nah, we need to get this moment. You know what I'm saying? And he, but that's because most people are living for social media. They're ex- not really living. Exactly. But I understand um, what that what that feels like. And and I'm a, and you know I'll, I'll do it right here. You know I feel like Soldier definitely changed the game for hip hop. You know, from a viral level, from social media, from YouTube. I mean, I, I'll say it right now. The first video camera I ever had was a flip video. You know, little flip joints had the USB on the yeah. side. Because I was trying to keep pace with the new wave of how we supposed to put out music, put out our music videos. Like, he started that. Mm-hmm. He got that. You know what I mean? And I feel like anytime you come into hip-hop and you start something and it's original and everybody has to follow, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a culture shifter. Right. And now look at where we are now, 10, 11 years later, everybody has a photographer following them around 24-7. Everyone's doing vlogs. Everyone's trying to go viral. I mean, Soldier, he, he created that lane. He was the first big digital internet sensation that we saw. I, I get that. I but give him one, that. Th- one thing I've learned, because I look at a Charlemagne or a Joe Budden or an Ebro or a Howard Stern and be like, yeah. what's the difference? Other than I'm gay, I can talk to everybody in a way they can't. You know, I may not get my flowers the way that they are now, but I don't All have right. to take their flowers to get mine. I see that. And I feel like Beyonce on one of her first world tours, she mixed Soldier Boy's song yeah. into her performance. Yeah. That's your flowers. That, that's your flowers. But you know what, though, Jay? No, but see, you being PC. <laughs> no, nah, because Jay, look, it yeah. took me up until this point to finally understand this ain't what legends do. Bow. We don't calculate your moves. Look at the Jay Z. Look at the, but you got to calculate your moves. If people are calling me a goat for the for the era or value of legend, I gotta walk, move, talk like one. Yeah, it's almost like another job to uphold. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you, it it feels good knowing that. Like it felt good knowing that 
you know, one of the hottest dudes doing it, or if not the, the hottest, hottest doing hottest, it, yeah. really fucked with me like that. Right, right. Like, that gives you, oh, damn. Let me go ahead and did you go it. did you go in the bathroom and say, oh, I can't wait till these bitches eat that nah. now. <laughs> nah. Cause I, I mean when I get validation, I'm like, oh, I gotta write the list of all the bitches <laughs> I need to make sure my foo-foo page sends it to so nah. they see it. It was just dope just to have that camaraderie though, because you don't get that amongst amongst yeah. amongst your peers. You know, we're always, you know, nowadays you look on the internet, you see this person tearing this person down and vice versa, right? Everybody beefing with everybody and that's the first time you we really just kicked it on some grown shit mm-hmm. at the bar posted up me drizzy quavo just chilling like like just not even talking about business but just cooling it as men and really just getting a chance to know each other when, that, all that, men that was get dope. To, when men do get together you guys talk about women did quavo tell you he was gonna dump sweetie like that or nah, there was no conversations like that oh, damn our conversations was more of on some you know some bullshit you know just chopping up on some but bullshit. i think i i i won't lie it i was happy to see drake do that you know what i mean because yeah. i do feel like even from our conversations um you know i know your contribution you know what i mean yeah. i know um and i and i and i'm even when I posted my video with Beyonce, like yeah. I'm in the room with Beyonce. I'm right. talking to Beyonce. Right. I'm having a moment where I post the video, but y'all edit and make it look like she's running from me. <laughs> you know, so they, they took that one moment. But I, I learned how the Internet plays around. Like That's there's a lot of unhappy people that That's want you to do, be unhappy. Bro. Yes, they do. But, you know, that's when I, I go back on the soldier thing. I, I totally get it. When you think the way we hustle and the way we got to move and the way we have to promote now, he, 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 he was the first person that I seen with my eyes who utilized the internet and really made it what it was, running around with a cameraman. It made me go get a cameraman. Right. I'm like, damn, I got to empty out more cash on a day-to-day. I got to keep up. How is he dropping all I this content? I got one, too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, I got, motherfuckers thank dropping you, content. Thank you, soldier. I'm giving yeah. you your flowers right it now. Is. I got a cameraman because of you. All right, so when you, um, you talked about Clubhouse, I remember when you had the welcome party, I came into that room. In fact, it was so packed, I couldn't get in. I had to text you on the side. Me, Somebody yep. put me in the room. And you were having a, a serious conversation with Connie Orlando, who's one of the executives over at BET. Correct. Part of Viacom. I recently left Viacom because I felt like they had lost their direction and really creating culturally conscious content with people who are, have their fingers on the pulse of the culture like a me or you. Correct. Um, you are having a really honest conversation with her that I didn't expect a BET to have in public. You know what I mean? Because like we know we don't argue in front of company. We don't right. talk about our shit. Right. And I really respected how you navigated this conversation where you got Connie, and I love Connie Orlando. Absolutely. To be very open and honest about where they may fall short. Right. Um, I've always said... <clears throat> I've always said I've always said that <clears throat> BET should be the place where the culture really thrives. Absolutely. But it can't be driven by the fear of Bible thumpers showing up to shut down your network because it doesn't exactly. align with their Christian views or you something. Got it. You got it. Um, you were having this conversation with her, and then now out of that, there's been press that you're going to be doing something with them. So the whole BET situation jumped off just like this. You know, most of my ideas start when I'm waking up in the morning. It's, it's a weird ass thing. I don't know why. It's like you know. As soon as you wake up, my brain just gets to moving. And the first thing that came to mind was BET. BET, right? And the day of your welcome party? Uh, no, the welcome party was first on Clubhouse. This oh, happened okay. second. Okay, okay. So I'm like, man, you know, I tweeted something out and it went crazy on Twitter and everyone was agreeing. And I was like, man, and it reached to BET. And then when I got Wait, on Clubhouse. What did Club, you say? Um, I, I said, you know, I, 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 missed, I missed the BET that I grew up on. The BET that was really in tune to the culture, um, very important to the culture. And then I tweeted, when has it been cool for us 
to say I ain't watched it in a year and a half. Damn. Like, these are people that are close to me, my peers, saying this. Like, oh, well, Bow, I haven't watched it since you hosted it last. And I'm like, well, I understand why, because there's no content on there for us. And when I thought about that, I'm like, man, that's really an issue. Like, that's a problem for people to be saying that. Like, I never, it wasn't cool when I came in the game to say that about BET, because BET was that key for me. It made me. I don't think I would have been the artist that I am today if it wasn't for BT, mm -hmm. right? So BT always holds this special place in my heart closely. Mm -hmm. And if no one's gonna do anything about it, why are we about to let something so iconic just die, mm -hmm. right? BT to me is like a precious rose. We gotta water it, make sure it's straight, it's getting the right seeds and all that. So I, I, I said, well, if no one's gonna do it, it's time for me to boss up and do it. And, it. and it just played into the whole, me getting my flowers now, me becoming Oh, he's the young goat for our generation. Our bow's a legend, so it's time for me to put my big boy pants on and really, you know, walk the walk. And mm -hmm. I reached out, and we, we we connected the dots. We hopped on the clubhouse. That's where we started from. Got you in on there, and you, you said a couple of things that was that was key. And pretty much just, they needed to hear that from the people that are outside of the, of the building. Bubble. Yeah. There you go. They needed mm -hmm. to hear that because we are the people that's tuned in. We're the culture sh changers and shifters. They need to hear that because, you know, you get in the office, you be up there for so long, you really ain't in the clubs, <clears throat> you're not tapped in, and, and that's okay, we understand that, but you need to have something that's keeping you tapped in. So it really bothered me more on a passionate level, mm -hmm. and um, from, from the clubhouse conversation, it, you know, kind of kept a word and said, well, from here on, we need to build and let's get this thing going, mm -hmm. and that's what we did, and we've been having some great talks since then, and Things are moving forward, so we're looking to do something very special this year, 2021. So when I left Viacom, I had said something in an interview with Black Enterprise where I said, um, you know, like, black lives matter, black brands matter, and investing in black, buying black is hot right now. Like, with yeah. the whole Black Lives Matter movement, this is the right time for black people to guilt white people into shit. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, and black ownership being important, too. Do you, like, now I've been kind of saying this thing where, like, I feel like, they need to give us more ownership. When Bob Johnson owned it, right it was black owned from the top to the bottom. Right. Now it's, there has been a shift where you have Chris, who's a white man. You have, you know, it's under the veil of Viacom where these are white people that own the black network for all of us black people to, to thrive on. How, how do we get back to ownership of our own shit and invest in our <clears> own <throat> shit? Like, why do we have a clubhouse that's not owned by black people? Why don't we yeah. have our own clubhouse? I mean, that's a good question. I mean, that, that, that definitely is a good question. And, I, you know... I, you know, I, I think that we're getting better with it, though. I think that we're definitely getting better with it. Um, and we're getting smart with it, too. And, you know, that, that's just how I feel. You look at cats that's really coming out from their mom's, you know, their mom's basement or wherever they're living at with mom and, you know, learning how to do all of this stuff. And the resources are there. The resources are there. And, and I, and I want to say this, even, you know, not even just in the music game. But even in business, like I mentioned my man Larry Morrow, black business owner in New Orleans, has his own restaurant. Everything in Atlanta, pretty much, some of the best restaurants in this city, black owned, right? And I think that L it- Lemmy Plummer <clears throat> with uh, Zeus Network. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it, it is understanding our power. It is understanding that we are the culture. Mm -hmm. It's us. We shift and shape everything that goes on. I'm in STK having a meeting dinner with, uh, with my lawyer. We're just chopping it up, just, you know, just a get together. And I'm hearing every trap rapper in STK. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay. So I think. Yeah, but sometimes it'd be the restaurants we can't get in, but when you get in, we're making the and we're making it hot. We're the hot sauce. True. Like, well, and, and then that's why you get some of these rappers that say, okay, then fuck it.
you know, I want me, I'm gonna go buy my own shit and make my own restaurant, mm-hmm. which they do. Two Chain, black owner, uh, Candy Birds, black owner, uh, her own restaurant. Uh, James Harden in Houston, 13, black owned restaurant. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. trust me, it's mm-hmm. getting better and, 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 and we're getting smarter too. It's not all about buying the cars, buying the jewelry, it's about investing. And it's, right. and it's about, like you said, it's about ownership. It's about owning things, taking back our shit and, you know, doing what we supposed to be doing. See, and one of the things I love about you as a parent, too, I saw like uh, when you had flown to LA to have lunch or something with oh, your yeah. daughter. Oh, my God. Who, by the way, is a star. Yeah, who, by killing. the way, I'm going to say, she, I don't know why she's not on Disney yet. I'm not, I don't, I'm a manifester, so when some shit come out, I just want y'all to know. Um, she has the personality. She she's knows, done two big things since COVID. But is it out yet? No, but they're coming. Okay. With two big. So she'll be networks. on Disney or she'll be on Nick or something like that. Because she clearly has a talent. She's pretty and she's smart and she's savvy and all that. Okay. So when you look at her, though, and I know, congratulations, you just had another kid. Yeah. When you look at your kids and how you're raising them, are you, and, and, and she now clearly has talent. She's yeah. going to end up following in your footsteps. Absolutely. What are the things that you're preparing her for and what would you <clears throat> warn her about the industry? Oh, we talk all the time. We talk all the time. Um, she was on set. True story. She was, my daughter was on set. She's like, yo, dad, you know, when she told her mom, she told Joy, she was like, um, you know, Joy called me and she was like, talk to her about the importance of like how when you're doing a movie that even though like, you're on the set with other people and you're playing friends in the movie doesn't necessarily mean y'all gonna be best of friends out of the, the movie, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to call and, you know, give her some advice. She's like, but dad, I don't, under- I don't get it. Like, I don't understand it. Like, if we're friends in the movie, should we be best friends? <laughs> I'm like, nah, baby. I'm like, nah, baby, don't work like that. So Sound like me when I went to Love & Hip Hop. <laughs> Are we still fighting for real? You know, you, you're, you're there for a job, right? right. You, you got paid to do what you've been casted to do, which is be your best, act your butt off, have chemistry. Right? Yeah. Do your thing, what you're good at, you're great at it. And then get your check and go home. And did it. Just, and I said that sometimes yeah, where yeah. you might meet up and y'all might end up doing another project. Dad has done that too. You know, I, I've worked with, you know, the same actors and actresses twice before, right? And it happens. But over time, chemistry will build. And yeah, you will meet some other people along the way who you, it will be friendship outside mm-hmm. of the set, right? And it happened. But for me, what I tell her is um, if she's ever. Well, not now, because she, she kills her, her, her reads now when she goes on tape, it's crazy. But before, I would just always tell her, like, yo, you a moss. Like, I always instill confidence in my daughter, right? And I'm going to do the same with my little man. It's just to instill the confidence. I feel like confidence is so key, especially in a young woman. And the thing that I always tell her is you can do anything you want to do. And I tell her, you a moss. Like, what you mean? You, 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 you a part, you're a part of me. Mm-hmm. We don't fold for nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, they talk about that all the time don't change nothing and we we mentally strong I always instill a little toughness confidence and always tell her man this is what we do this like now I can't tell her nothing like she I hit her one time and said baby what you doing she hit me back and said daddy I'm gonna say I can't talk right now I'll hit you back later and I was like oh hell no like hold up she she got priority she's working I get it but it threw me off I I was I had to adjust you know what I'm saying I had to adjust but um, but the things I, I, I wonder about too is the fact that you know everybody's not gonna be your friend. You're gonna run into, you know, a, a lot of things. And, and for me, being a father, I'm, I'm a protector from a lot of it. You know, and there's gonna be some things that I, I probably can't be there for at that time because dad is still out here working too. So, um, but she's prepared, man. Her mom is doing a wonderful job. 
And how and, do you how do you guys master co-parenting? Because the one thing I never oh, see easy. is I don't see you all. Oh, having, me and Joy. Oh man. Like you and Joy. It's my dog. I've never met her. She's very beautiful. <laughs> and then Nick and Mariah. Like everything. It's my works. dog. That's my dog. Joy is my dog. So proud of her. Like it takes time. You know, I'm, like that. That's why I can't wait to put out my, my last album, Jay. You know, because I'm talking. You're talking about all your exes, right? No, nah, I, I scratched that one. We gonna leave that one. Why? It's not really important. This one is more. Important. I want to know about the birthday cake Keisha threw at you. Like, I I want to hear that on a song. See, I would have I would have probably left that one off. <laughs> I probably would have left that one off. Oh, but uh, no, nah, I'm just it's easy, man. I think with time, you know, not everything is perfect in the beginning, but yeah. as we grow and we mature, and you know, no one likes drama. And then on top of that, your daughter, she's old enough to see it all now, so she's be she'll be on set at Disney where I know she has a job or something, <laughs> and she'll be seeing it on TikTok or something. Yeah. So me yeah. and Joy like like this. Call me just because if she's bored. Same same way. That's my dog for life, um, and she know I I do anything for her. That's that's my home. Like that's but my she, home. But girl. she has a kid now by future, right? Correct. 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 And so now. I'm gonna leave that alone. No, it's all. It's well, no, because family. I mean, she's been able to figure out good co-parenting with you. A clear, clearly a support system. Absolutely. You guys are raising a star. She's a product of being parented properly. Yeah. You can tell. Um, and then future's typically not present from well, what we I, see with some of his kids. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. Would you support her other kid the same way you support your daughter with her? Absolutely. Hell yeah, because it, you got to think. And that was a question I asked Jermaine, right? Because Jermaine is, has the same exact situation, right? He has Shania, but Shania has a sister. And, um, you know, Shania's sister is always around, right? So I would always ask Jermaine for that type of advice. Like, you know, I know it's going to be a time where I go to the house and maybe pick up Shy, and her little brother might want to come too. How does that work? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, Are you what, actually what, asking that? Absolutely. Uh -huh. like, what, like, what's the boundaries? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming to you because you know Jermaine's my father figure anyway, so I'll come to him for that type of advice. But... I look at it like when the kids are involved, it's just a positive situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think it's if it's all about the kids, is it's family orientated, um, and you know, I'm, I'm prepared for whatever it is in the future that I'm supposed to be prepared for as far as my duty as being the best mm -hmm. dad that I can be. So, if that's, you know, Shy is 17 years old and our, our little brother's nine, he want to roll, he want to go to Six Flags, and we have no problem. Let's, let's pack it up and let's let's move. You know, at the end of the day, it is family. And that's her brother, and that's her, that's her sister. Wait, so speaking of exes, so I remember you you hid Kim Kardashian because she wasn't black, but now that she's getting divorced, would you let her shoot her shot at you, or would you try to? Nah. No, you're over that. Nah, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a different space. Like I told one of my boys this, right? I remember years years ago. I said, yo, it's hard for me to, like, if I break up with a woman, or let, not just me, right? Let's just say if the relationship fails. I've never been the type of dude to go back. I don't go back either. Like you did Agreed. that, that chapter's done. Agree. You, you learn and move on. I feel like, you know, I'm, I look back at my life like, man, I'm blessed. I met some great people along the way, but it's time for me to continue on moving forward and forward with my life. So mm -hmm. I never go back. Okay, so you just had the baby by the model. That, that yeah. What was her name again? Olivia. Olivia. Now, did we even know y'all were dating? Y'all weren't supposed to know. Was, you know. But that's the, that's, the, that's the problem <laughs> that I have. Okay, so... You have a girl, you clearly have a conversation that you're going to raw dog it because you're not going to wear a condom. I mean, there's no conversation. If you're dating somebody, you're seeing somebody. Do you wear condoms? I mean, do you wear condoms? Of course.
course. I mean, not everybody does. I asked my friend the other day, does he wear condoms? He said, what is that? You need to tell him, you need to check yourself. He tripping. So, but when you guys are, when you guys are intimate and you know there's a possibility that she can get pregnant, you clearly have invested enough in the relationship for the possibility to happen. I feel like as a man, when, you know, if you know what you're doing and you're dating somebody or you're with somebody who you feel is special, then of course, if you know what you're doing as adults, we know what we're doing, yeah. right? So for me, I never shot away from it. From, from it. I never, um, and I think why it was such a shock to people was because it, to me, I'm like, once again, just like the boat, I'm like, I'm living my life. Why do I feel like I should tell everyone will, I have a baby? You know what I'm saying? Well, That's how I feel. That was so. a shock, but the, uh, well, yeah, the fact that you didn't allow us to do our jobs, that was a problem <laughs> for me. But the other thing too is you date a lot of famous girls. Like we know yeah. you in a lot of yeah, that's true, famous true. relationships. That's true, that's true, that's true. And so she wasn't somebody that we knew. No, so. no, not at all. But and, I, and I'm glad though. I'm glad though because it gives me a sense of peace. You know what I mean? Like this was probably like one of the smoothest, <laughs> coolest, calmest. And it wasn't like anything was hidden. It was just yeah. during the pandemic. You know, it just you know it was just planned at at I guess the right time. Was so. it planned or 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 the pandemic? Y'all in the house all day anyway, and there's nothing to do. No, no, no. I knew it for for okay. some time. It was before the pandemic. Okay. It wasn't like no Hook situation like that. No, 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 no. And you guys are cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and the thing about you, your genes are so strong. You can never say these kids are not yours. All your kids yeah. look exactly like you. Absolutely. No, I mean, and you know what? For me, you think my genes are strong like that. Yeah, yeah your, your son looks just, just like, like you. Yeah. And then Shia looks like me she at like just, 13. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, not having my father in my life, you know what I'm saying, and knowing what that felt like and knowing the things that I you know, still suffer from like now to this day, because mm-hmm. um, I feel like I'm cursed, right, in, in ways because I didn't have my father around to teach me the things that I would have like loved cursed, him to what, be around. What, what curse? Um, just to hear from your father how to, uh, the, the, the things that, a young man growing up should want to hear from their dad as far as, you know, hold the door open for the lady, you know, bad when, when women do this, you know what I mean? Just giving me the game that a father's supposed to give. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm cursed as far as from that, you know what I mean? I had to learn from Jermaine, Snoop, Nanny. I had to learn from multiple had good male figures. Absolutely. Men around you, though. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, I had to learn from all these guys. Instead of learning from somebody who, you know, brought me into the world, I just feel like that would be a different type of energy yeah. hearing from him. So, for me... Um, I never shy away from anything that I do. And, you know, I love my kids, man. And, and you know, I only have two. And that, wait, that, that's all. That's but your dad it. didn't so, give that to you, but how did you get it to give to them? Because I knew what I wanted from him. Mm. So by me knowing what I wish, you know, he could have told me, I just instilled that in them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wish that, you know, my pops could have seen certain things or, you know, just enjoyed the life with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and for me, it's the same thing I'm gonna do with my little man. I, before I was bad, I was playing rec ball, football, all that. I wanted my dad to be, you know, right there and cheering at the fence, running along if I'm, you know, caught interception or whatever. But being that I know what it's like to not have that for my little man to grow up and if he played for, like, I can't wait. Like, I can't wait for that moment when I get to have finally something to do on Saturday if I ain't working. Mm-hmm. Pop one of football, I'm pulling up, all the homies. Gotta watch him do his thing. He better score. I'm the crazy dad that's gonna be grabbing Cussing the helmet, the bringing him close. Yeah. Man, listen, man, you listen. Like I can't wait. Like I, that's the thing that all young boys wish they had when they came to their pops. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, by me missing that, not having it, I know how to give it. So, to did him. having a son change you? Uh, no. But having my daughter did. Mm. Having my daughter definitely how? changed me. 
the perspective on women and how and, and, and how to talk. Uh, you know, my daughter made me more like. <sighs> so like, say if I had company over, I'm more of the company or girl. Huh? Company or a girl? Because we're company. You mean like if you have a girl? Oh yeah, girl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I do what I'm different. It's like I'm more I'm more uh, caring, mm -hmm. right? It's, you know, you want something to drink. To you, or hit me when you get home. Let me know you safe. I'm damn about to say you hit me when you get in the lobby, so right, I know right, you right. safe. Like, I'm, and I'm like, damn, this is stuff that I, you know. Hit dad when you. I, I just, I, I, I just value. I just, I don't know. It just changed my way. Maybe a little softer. Yeah, yeah more yeah. nurturing and more caring. Yeah. But it ain't got to be softer. That's the problem with our people. Our community, feel, black people, we feel <laughs> like we are soft if we show love. Nah, it's, it's and I think that comes from a place where we, we don't get the love we need growing up. Yeah. And so in turn, we're trained not to give love or it's, or it's weird when we're giving love. You yeah, know? you can look at it that way. You can look at it that way. Yeah, you, yeah people look at it that way too. Mm. Damn, so much going on in your world. Do you like being a celebrity? Like, there's some people that they like what comes yeah. with in terms of all the opportunities, but like they don't like the man. Jay, I don't because like we live in your life. I feel like, bro, to be yo, I I can't even make this up. I honestly feel as though I'm just me. Like <laughs> I can't like nine times out of ten, when I get posted on blogs or anything like that. Do you know how I usually find out? How my yeah. boys. And if they were here right now, you know what they'll say? What? Val could be right here. We could be gambling, playing 2K. The whole career, we chilling, going crazy gambling. One of my boys might be like, oh, damn, did you check Hollywood Unlocked? <laughs> and I can be like, no. What happened? Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yep. Unpause the game, bro. Like, and go right back into it. And if he was here, they'll say, that's, I swear to God, that's about, that's how he's always, like, he just, he, he, you just don't feed into your own hype. All right, they're going to post something else, and then my shit's going to go down, down, down. I, I get how this works. I'm so used to it. So I've been famous pretty much my whole entire life. It's become the normal for me, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't really look at it that way. And, and I, I, you know, I credit that to myself, but also Snoop. You know, I think Snoop is probably one of the illest and most realest down-to-earth icons walking earth to me. Like, you know what I mean? And um, watching him and... That's pretty much how I've gone about my life. I just, I, I feel, I feel regular, bro. I still try to do regular stuff. You see, mm -hmm. I said try, right? <laughs> but look, <laughs> but what, what, what is it about like the icons like a Snoop or a Mariah who I just talked to who's like super just regular, but then you get like some of the reality stars and they're, they're like, they're y'all. It's new. It's different from fame <clears throat> that you've been getting for years. Like that gradual. There you go. Yeah. So when you just now got the fame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think even me, when I first got the fame, nah, because when I got it, I really didn't care about it then. I was a kid. I, I, all yeah. I wanted was jerseys and video games. I didn't really care about nothing. But, you know, it's just different ways you handle it, you know? And, and for me, like I said, when you talked about the rise and the snooze, we've been doing it for so long. It's just become, we, we accom we've become accustomed to it. It's just the norm, you know? We've been getting spotted for so long that it's just normal for me to go get me a burger or something like that. Somebody stop me. I'm going to stop and take the picture. It's nothing. Mm -hmm. Boom. And I think that, um, you know, sustaining 20 years in the game, plus it'll do that to you. It'll become mm -hmm. normal. I think that's what anything in life you adapt, right? I think if I, you know, somebody went off to a prison camp for 35 years, over course, you're going to adapt. This is going to become not, I wouldn't adapt. <clears throat> I mean, I wouldn't either, I but after a couple bologna sandwiches and a couple <laughs> your ass light, have to lights out, take <laughs> yeah. your ass to sleep about for the next 18 years of your life, that's the new go to bed. That's yeah, your yeah. new nighttime yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. So, 
that's how I look at anything in life, man. So, you know, that's that's just how that's how I'm that's how I do it. Wait, so when they made you a frog, did you get on Mass Singer, did you get to choose that? I did. Okay, so you guys get to choose who you're yeah. gonna be. Yeah, yeah. So what they did was they sent over this uh like this, you know, I guess you wanna say like a little book, mm-hmm. but maybe with their picks. And it was between the moon man and it was between the frog. I picked the frog for various reasons. Number one, I knew that that wasn't one outfit throughout everybody on the show who was, it was quick and easy to get in. It was loose and I could move and I could do my thing. Plus, the frog to me just symbolizes like the youth, the young crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, if you aim at the youngest, you got it. Right. So for me, it was all about just having fun. That purple outfit, I knew my daughter was going to like it. I knew the kids would like it. Did your daughter know you were the frog while you were going through it? No. Because so, you could tell nobody. No. So what I heard from what well, Wendy said, they fly you in private. They literally, it's, it's like crazy. secret service Y'all, type. it's the craziest thing you'll ever see. <laughs> like, it's crazy. You got to be covered up, masked up, gloved up. You can't talk. We got shirts that say... You mean when not- they get you off the plane? Yeah. No, when they get you out the vehicle, when you pull up to, to, the, to the lot... To, to get dressed up? Absolutely. You got shirts that say, don't talk to me. <laughs> so people know you talent, so they can't say nothing. But, you know, to... The producers that are walking you on an everyday basis, they're allowed. You know what I mean? That's their job, right? Yeah. So, you know, you can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or sometimes I would just. So like, it's literally that anyway. private. I mean, that's. Oh hell yeah! It's 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 crazy. Is it exciting? Hell yeah, it is, because once again, I got a chance to do something that the people don't know me for doing. They right. don't. They know I can Harlem shake, but they ain't know I can. <laughs> moonwalk like Chris Brown and uh, side moonwalk like Genuine. They ain't know I can do all that. So, right. But we knew. Like, all my boys, my manager, everybody knew, like, nah, Bow gonna kill. Like, when he got the call, my manager said, nah, you gotta do this. And I was like, man, they can sing, though. Andy, like, <laughs> I can't sing with these people, man. These people, man, they, nah, bro. Like, come on, bro. It's called Mass Singer. This is going to be but tough. But when you're singing, or is it like your real voice oh, singing through? Oh, hell yeah. And so you have to carry Bro, we some. had coaches. Yeah. This was the first time I worked with a for real deal vocal coach. Like to you sing. Should... I was singing my ass off, though. Yeah. I made it to the finals, so it, it, it worked. But, um, yeah, that's what made it so exciting. I got a chance to be shy. Like, I didn't have to be the cool rapper. It wasn't about being cool. It was about having fun and being silly and doing the stuff that I do in the crib. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Don't do that on Fox. Go there and do that. How different was it performing for the world and then seeing your talent without knowing who you were? Like, in oh, I loved of- it. Gives you more confidence. Mm-hmm. You can't see my facial expressions. You know, when I'm hitting them moves, you know, you know how them dancing, you making them crazy faces. Mm-hmm. Nobody can see it. You feel invincible. <laughs> no, nobody knows it's you. And you just let loose and just cut up. You know what I mean? And that's all the celebrities that get a chance to be a part of this show. And that's the one thing that they love to do. And they say is, the freedom, man. Like mm-hmm. I really, I learned. Like I learned a lot about myself when I did that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like things that I was really scared to do. Like I did that. Like, you know, validation. Like we were talking about earlier. Like, man, damn, I shocked myself. Like I knew I was a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I was bad. I knew well, because, I was entertained. But, yeah. but this, because you had that, you were like free, like the inhibition. Dog, I never knew I would make it that far to the finals. I ain't never right. made it to the finals of no competition ever in my life. Can I just throw one thing out there? Yeah. And the crazy part is, and I and I know people are gonna get mad at me for saying this, you know, that show is mainstream America rooting you on too. Yeah. And I think a lot of the people that come for you are our people. You look at it that way. So I hope that people get like we should be cheering louder for our people than those people. 
We all should. I mean, absolutely. I mean, me and my mom, we talk about, um, you know, this stuff all the time, you know. But I, I just, it goes back. You know what I think it is, though? It goes back to just being the culture shifter, you know, mm-hmm. black Twitter. You know what I mean? We, we are the culture shifters. What do you think and, about black Twitter? Um, it's entertaining. I hate that it's got to be called black Twitter, though, because mm-hmm. it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, why does it have to be called black Twitter? But understand why it's, we're the culture. We're the ones coming up with the memes. We're the ones coming up with the jokes. You know what I'm saying? We're the ones that come up with the fashion, how we rock, how we dress, how we talk. You know what I mean? Um, I get it, but I love black Twitter. I think it's, it's entertaining. You know, I, Listen, even I like to laugh sometimes. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I kick back, relax, and get on Twitter and see what's trending. And, oh, that's, oh, ooh, glad it ain't me today. That's what I do. <laughs> it ain't bad. I'm not active on Twitter, <laughs> but everybody, all my staff say, like, you got to get on Twitter because everything. You're not on Twitter? No, I'm, I don't. Because I, 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 if, if I get those tweets to me, when I get tweeted negative, I want to burn the internet down. <laughs> so see, I, so see, I'm you like, you know it. what? I'm going to just stay away from y'all because nah. if y'all black asses come at me, I'm nah. going to fuck y'all up. Nah, but you're going to have to fuck up a lot of motherfuckers. No, I know, but then I'll just be <laughs> fucking them up all day. That's what I'm saying. I won't be here. I'll be fucking people up on black Twitter. But see, that's when you got to just clock into your world. Like, that's what be helping me out, right? Like, when, when St. Vincent, you know, when, when cats troll me or whatever, bro, I just look at my life, bro, and it helps me get through all the time. I'm like, yo, this shit going to pass over. I'm blessed. Like, I look yeah. around like, yo, I'm really blessed. I got two healthy kids. I get to wake up, do what I want. I get to, you know, I call the shots and I get stuff sent to us daily. You know what I mean? No. Andy, I don't want to do that. Up, uh, yes. I get to pick and chew. Like, this is a blessing. So when I look at my phone and I'm, oh, they said, what? I, I did what? Oh, I fell through the stage today in Philly. <laughs> I did that. I did that. But cool. <laughs> Let's count up. Like, yeah. you know, I go back to my life, man, and, and it's a blessing, you know, and I understand everybody can't do that, but that's what helps me and you blessed. Yeah. You know what I mean? You own your shit, you working, you 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 a boss yourself, so you got motherfuckers hating on you that trying to get to where you at right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I look at it like that, like, ah, whatever. Now just get back to my life. That, yeah. You, I mean, you're on a larger scale because you, you've been in the business for a long time. You know, uh, everybody knows you. I mean, they know me, but they know you. Like, you can't go walk and get a burger without somebody knowing you. I can go get a burger. I can, though. Can you? I wear my mask. Wear my <laughs> Speaking mask. of masks, so the mask singer. So now you're doing the this partnership with Fox, uh, with Fox and and iHeart. The yeah. mask singer. Is it an after show? Yeah. So it's the uh, official mask singer podcast um, that that we do. We in season two uh, right now, uh, which is another blessing, uh, just to be a part of that Fox umbrella. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it just let me know uh, you ain't got to win the actual trophy to actually win. Still, mm-hmm. uh, I was hurt when I didn't win. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. My manager, you know, Andy can tell you, I was hurt. I was, I was, woof. Um, what you really wanted to? Absolutely. Oh man, yes. It became more important than like than than tour rehearsals. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it just. I wanted to do it. I wanted to prove to America and to the world that I'm really. I can do anything. I want to be the ultimate entertainer. I don't want to be the best rapper, the best actor. I want to be the all around best entertainer. That but you've proven seen. that already. I think with so much when, like when 106, when I thought when Terrence J left, I was like, oh, it's a wrap. Nah, but there's more to go. Yeah, there's more to go. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 it's, it's so much more to go. In terms of proving yourself um, to yourself, up that and to to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, just to you know instill that thing in them that listen, I'm. I'm one of a kind, you mm-hmm. know, and um, without me even saying it, but, you know, I want to be remembered as, you know, one of the greatest entertainers, all around entertainers mm-hmm. have ever done it. You know, that's that's my ultimate goal. Um, but yeah, to touch back on the, the podcast, you know, like I said, I just feel good to be a part of the Fox Umbrella. They saw something in me, um, you know, by me participating in season three of The Masked Singer, going to the finals. They really love me. 
and they loved the character. And um, you know, they came down and met with me, and I knew from then, once that moment after that show, the last of the finale, that something big would be brewing with me. And, mm -hmm. and this is just the start with Fox. You mm -hmm. know, I really feel like in the future I'll be able to call this place home, and we're gonna cook up some big yeah. things in the future. And I'm happy with this, with, with the podcast. They they let me hope. Listen, Mass Singer is the biggest show on TV. Well, right. not to mention, like, you hosting the po uh, the podcast and Nick hosting the show. There's it's, two it's dope. successful it, black men leading the way. It's dope. And I look at this as this is just a stepping stone to something big later down the road with Fox. And mm. um, they're embedded in me, and I'm embedded with them. Mm. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think, like I said, I, I saw, and we've all seen, I mean, you doing your thing and hosting for a long time. Yeah. I mean, your personality is crazy when you turn it on, uh, when you have a job to do. So I think it makes sense. And I'm a part of iHeart and Fox, so it's, they're definitely two good homes to be in. Absolutely. So what's next? I mean, when are you going to write a dirty tell-all book about, like, a, like, we got good, clean Bow Wow today or Shad... Do you want to go you don't on even, Bow Wow? I was about to say, you don't even know which one it is. No, that's, even... what, that's what I'm saying. Like, is Bow Wow <laughs> the troublemaker on Black Twitter, or is... That's a good question. You know what I mean? That's a good question. Because um, we did have a FaceTime call one day that I wished... See, I think our best conversation could be just the conversation when we think nobody's listening, but put that out. Because you literally are funny, you're, <laughs> you're spicy. Hey, you you're, know what? You're, you're, there's a whole bunch of different versions of you. I'm a Pisces. So we, we all over. You don't know what you're gonna get. But I, 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 all right. So I, I can I can differ for you. Bow, is easy. Bow. Okay. So Bow Wow is the cocky, arrogant rapper, turned up, having fun. Um, ladies, man, that's Bow. That's Bow Wow. The rap star. That's Bow. Right. Shad is more of the at the crib, cooking tacos. Father. Father, calm, cool, collective. Uh, the more woosah, <laughs> like one. Like he's the, I'm chilling. Bow, you want to go out tonight? No, nah, I'm cooling, bro. I'm tired. I'm just going to kick back and chill. That's Shad. Like, when do you decide to t turn, turn one or the other on? Oh, it's it's a switch. <laughs> it's a switch. Uh, for instance, if uh, if my boy BT came in the crib and was like, "Yo, dog, we going out tonight, man. Call call Mario, man. Tell him to go ahead and shine up the Billy, man. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's one of them type of nights, bro. We about to go out there. Oh, it's like that, man. Look, man, man. They all just came in town. Let's go. Oh man, we need to take some shots. Look at us go. Like activated, bow, gone. It's, it's, so Shad went to sleep. Shad is. Dog, I'm tired, bro. I just got back in town. Dog, I'm trying to really sleep like for the next three days. I'm See, cool, I know bro. you just had a birthday, so I know you're a Pisces, but you, that's more Gemini-ish to me. Really? You know, yeah, like my friend here, the, you're, you're, the, you're, Gemini's, the bipolarism of it all. It's just, yeah, so it's a lot. It's bow wow and then it's shot and then, you know, that's, that, that's, 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 that's them. All right, so I guess what I want to leave on, when we leave on legacy, I know I talk about a book, but like when we leave on legacy, like what is the legacy of Bow Wow Shad Moss going to be? It's going to be a guy who really was the only child star to really be in the game for 50 plus years. And then, you know, you got to deal with his daughter for the next probably <laughs> 65, 70 years. And, and just keep it going. And just keep it going. You know what I mean? I want my legacy to be, damn, he did that. At the end of the day, he did that. He gave us... Movies that we can cherish forever. He gave us movies that we can hold close to our heart. He gave us hit records. He gave us tours. He really 
gave us everything that a superstar is supposed to give us. He did that. He left no, he left nothing on the table, you know. And um, and even once I feel like that, I, I'm gonna still feel like there's more on the table for me to for me to go get. It's, it's never enough, you know. What I mean, it's, it's, there's no limitation on how great you can be. There's no limitation on how much money you can make. There's no limitation on on uh, how much you want to accomplish in mm -hmm. life. So many things that I want to do that I haven't done yet. Um, but I'm blessed. I, I've seen more than enough, you know. If somebody told me, could you just chill right now for the next 40 years, I'd be like, yep, and I can be comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, I can be comfortable with that. Like, hell yeah, I'm good. Like, yo, I, like, yo, I, I did, I brought Madonna out on the fucking Grammys, <laughs> dog. Like, I met Barack Obama and got invited to the White House. Like, this is mind-blowing to me. Like, I, I've done songs with Beyonce. I've done songs with, like, I I've, I've flew in the air. I was Michael, I was like, like, what? <laughs> What, what what do you want me to do? I I just skated. I've uh, I've uh, I, what do you want me? To, I've done I everything. I thought you were gonna so. say, "What do you want from me?" Who did that online? Uh, that was my bro, my, my fast nine bro, Tyrese. Yeah. Speaking of fast nine, you know I got Addis in there. We got fast nine coming out. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm back You're everywhere. That. I'm everywhere. I'm doing this shit that Jason. Like honestly, I'm 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 back doing this shit that Bow Wow was supposed to be doing. I think what changed me around was guidance was cats in the game that really came to me like puff you know one time i was at his house i know we about to wrap it up or whatever but puff was at my i was at puff's house and i remember him having this conversation and i said this puff was got ready it was already in the, in the media or whatever he was um pulled me to the side and was like when you gonna stop doing this clown shit you ain't no fucking clown motherfucker you done sold out the garden motherfucker doing i came to your movie premieres brought my kids to your shit you a movie star, you a host, you a rap star, you a motherfucker, you around us. Yeah, my shit. Like, you, you, people can't call me, you can call me. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't deal with clown shit. So what you gonna do? You gonna clean it up or you gonna keep doing this? Because you don't even need to be doing this to get no attention. Mm -hmm. that, and when he said those, and that's what an OG post to do. Mm -hmm. And when he said that to me, I was like, damn, damn, man. I don't really value what Bow Wow really, what, what that name really means. I got to step Once back you, and really. What you built. Yeah, I got to step back and really look at this shit. And when I stepped back and looked at it, then my Uncle Snoop, the cats that I can get on the phone that, I'm looking at cats who, you know, trolling and looking for extra attention, who these dudes want to, they don't want to be around them dudes. So if they don't want to be around them, I don't need them to start looking at me like I'm trying to be that and I'm deteriorating the brand. Mm -hmm. So I had to get smart and really understand like, okay, now I'm starting to really get my flowers now. Everybody seeing what you know what, what, what Drizzy said, and before that, Tory Lane said something real dope um, about me, and just seeing all these different artists just showing me all this type of love and reaching out, and then the internet just take a twist in this bow wow appreciation. Like, all right, man, we get we your slate is clean now. Don't we, we? Let's keep it here, bro. We only rock. We 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 fuck with you. And we troll you because you mean that much to us, mm -hmm. and we don't. That's not how we look at our hero. Like, you know what I'm saying? Our childhood, the motherfucker who really captivated that era, you supposed to keep doing the movies. You supposed to still be shining and doing what you're doing. So I feel good. I'm back. Focus. You see me with Fox. We got Fast Nine coming out. Oh, by the way, you know, we got the I'm everywhere. You said I'm everywhere. I'm you know, everywhere. I've been seeing those. Uh, yeah. Those are yours? These are mine, man. Big deal with Red by Kiss, number one. Men's brand in the hair market. In, 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 I need um, you to come out with beer, uh, beard oil. I can't find beard oil from For real? No, from I nowhere. got some. 
I'm gonna get you straight. Okay. I got you. Well, so everything, I don't know bro. if you're gonna get me straight because. All right, Jay. Yeah, well, I understand. I, I got you. Kind of happily out there. I, I got you, bro. Okay, wait. Gotta ask you because you know you've been around for a minute. Okay. The Grammys. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion won three Grammys. Do you think that she deserved all three? You know what? It, it's hard to. I ain't gonna front, bro. It, to, to me, honestly, it's it's hard to say because, like, when when shit like this pops off, I I, I watch everybody's opinions about things, but. I like to put myself in everybody's position. Like, if I'm making the stallion, hell yeah, I deserve these motherfuckers. We don't, and, and it's great for her that she got them. Right. And it's like, who are we to say she don't really deserve it? Like, you're talking about somebody who probably, not even probably, I'm sure, listen, when you when you at the top of your game, you have a number one hit record, your, your presence is requested. She grinding, working hard, and a woman too, in a male-dominated business, but the women for the past couple of years have been doing their thing and been... And all the while after being shot. If just, I ain't going to dip into that, but, you know, but just doing her thing and, and um, you know, it, it's hard to say, like, because we all put in work, you know what I mean? So it, it's hard to just take that. What, what's hard until you look at the sheet of who she's up against. When you look at the sheet and go... Hmm. So I didn't see who, who was on the category. I mean, she beat out... I don't have the sheet in front of me to even reference, but but I'm not gonna lie though. Like she did have something like fences when um, WAP was one of the biggest records. Like could nobody take WAP out? But WAP didn't win. WAP didn't win. No. But I, but she performed it though. She performed it, but I mean she won for the Savage remix, remix with Beyonce, and people are. I mean I but wait wait hold on. But you know what? I gotta give it to her though, Jay. That Savage record was big though. Bigger than the one she did with Nicki. Um, uh, uh, Nikki was uh, with Todd Dolla Sign. Uh, yeah, the yeah. The, they, did, the, the, they did the Savage. They did the first Savage song. She they, she did the Savage song with Nikki. You know, I would say, from a musical stamp, from a music standpoint, that um, uh, Savage was a bigger record. TikTok, it came with a dance. That did it. That Savage was. But listen, is that every what, time is that what makes the decisions Jason, now, Jason? Every time you went on TikTok. All you saw was, ugh. Shaw did one. My yeah. daughter did one. That's yeah. what I knew. Ugh, I'm a savage. Uh, classy, bougie, ratchet. Right, like, right. that was like, that shit was monstrous. So it's, 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 she was supposed to win one for that. But doesn't that go back to it, them, it being more about popularity than, like. That was a popular record, though. Yeah. A popular record. Right timing. Um, I mean, that, that, that's, that was a big fucking record. It was a big record. Now I will say this: throughout the throughout the history of the Grammys, we've all, even from a fans' perspective, we've all questioned it. You know what I mean? Like even as a fan, I still wonder why Fifty hasn't won one. Get Richard Die Trying should have definitely won Best Rap Album. Uh, Snoop, my Uncle Snoop for Doggy Style. It's crazy. Eight million copies out the gate. Crazy. One of the biggest, if not the biggest, rap star. I would say most famous rap star to this day worldwide on planet Earth. Who has um, crossover appeal? Man, may, I mean, what do you want him to do? He cooking with Mark. I mean, Uncle Snoop can do it all. <laughs> right. Then you got, you know, Nicki Minaj, who I just recently found out never won one. I thought Nicki won one, and I think what confused me was the fact that Nicki has always participated for, uh, uh, at the Grammys, always had dope performances, and you know, it just I, I thought maybe well, people she are just won saying one. people just don't like her because she's a mean girl, so it's a popularity thing. Like nobody, because they vote the Academy. Yeah, votes. yeah, the Academy. I think, and, and I think that's you know. Listen, I, it's not just the Grammys. I honestly feel like, you know, 
when, when, when you can control things and you have power over something, you can make the show be what you want it to be. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's just what anything. I think if me and you owned a award show, we, we were the creme de la creme top of the top, I think me and you could control who we would want to win or who yeah. should we feel, I mean, you're right? producing a show. Exactly, right? Yeah. So, um, but it still doesn't take away the hard work that, you know, a lot of these cats. Listen, you're going to have some people that's going to be happy and you're going to have some people. Everybody can't, everybody can't win and everybody can't lose. That's mm-hmm. how I look at it. But, you know, kudos to, to, to Megan. But I also feel like uh, I want to see, I want to see Nikki win one too. I want to see everybody win. But Nikki definitely um, is deserving of one. Nas, his, his was overdue. Nas should have been one. When I couldn't believe this was Nas' first time ever. Right. Um, but uh, but don't it seem like they kind of gave it to him because he had to get one? I love Nas' new album. I ain't gonna front. I think Hit Boy did a tremendous job on that shit. That shit was hard. I love um, oh, what's the name of that Nas song? Black. Think uh, uh, he killed that shit. I love I love Nas. I mean, he's a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love Nas, but this body of work was was lit. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, Nas was it was deserving, but I felt like his shit was given to him 28 years later, like right. too late. 20 years too late. Huh. All right, man, look, I appreciate you always um, showing love. And, uh, you know, I actually interviewed you twice. I still haven't interviewed Drake. I mean, you know, Drake. It's going to happen. Drake? No, it's fine. <laughs> it's nah, going to happen, nah, I'm, I'm happy for you, man, and appreciate I'm always here to support. Hey, man, come on, man. You already know, fam. Appreciate you. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate you coming to the A, man. All right, look, that was a great show. And make sure you keep coming back because we got all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make you go crazy. Uh Uh-huh, that's right. That means like, subscribe, do everything you need to do to make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on. And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back. And listen, make sure that you're commenting below because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace.